come around, got the whole thing wobbing. And we're back to the bonus feature. We were just talking to Scott and Brandy, uh, especially Scott about this this thing. All right, so what is this this phrase that you're for your hecklers? Yeah, for your female my wife, hecklers. My wife saw me uh, do it two or three times, unfortunately, um, and I don't know where I came up with it. I just don't. I don't know where I came up with it, but I was just so pissed off at this lady, and I was so pissed off at the fact that n- nobody in the club would take care of this for me because most clubs are, are pretty good about. Squelching, yeah, hecklers, and and but this lady was out of control, and sure, and uh, finally I said to her, "Hey, lady, look, I am going to hit you in the uterus <laughs> with a shovel, <laughs> rip out your fallopian tubes, <laughs> carpet staple them to this wall back here, and you're going to watch yourself ovulate before you die." Damn. That's a mad Scott. That's pretty mad Scott. That's, That's pretty a mad. Good one. Wow. <laughs> That's like a Jimmy Pardo level, like, I'm done with you type response. Mm-hmm. That was. And uh, I can't think of a time out of the four or five times I've had to do that in 35 years, you got to think, right? That it didn't work. Oh, <laughs> that had, like, at that point, it was like, they just, they, you know, what are you going to say to me now? Yeah. Now I, I want you Stab to me. I, I well I want you to hit these questions as hard as you want, okay, and and any way you want. But it's questions I always hear, and I try to tell people, but um, I'm not Scott Wilson. I'm not running though. You, you hear a lot of you hear a lot of questions people want to ask me. It, it's questions they always ask me, and I honestly feel like it's because they don't have the gumption to ask you. And you're the person they need to ask because you're the one running the. Who are these people? Oh, these are the the good comics that are trying to come up with that. All right. So right. the first question okay. I always get is, how come no one watches us while we're on stage? We're trying to perform and no one's watching us because. What are, what are we going to do for him? Right. <laughs> one of the main reason one of the main reasons why you're getting on stage on an open mic is so you can progress into a career in, in, if that's what you want to do uh, to a point where you're actually going to be able to get in front of people right. that are going to do something for you. This well, first is, of all, when you mic. go up for the first time, nothing's going to happen. Right. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's a personal thing. You have to learn this yourself. You can't you can't rely on somebody to do it for you. Right. Yeah. And uh, so that's why nobody watched. I mean, look, we you know everybody we we've run through so many amateur comics right that just want to do it just because it's on their bucket, bucket list, list or they want to do this yeah. or they just want to try it and they realize that uh well they don't realize sometimes but they they fall <laughs> you know why why i'm not going to invest a lot of time and in, ensure sure. someone that's just going to you know not not make it happen right i mean because at the end of the day you're not going to make their career they have to do well that. and not only that but i don't have any pull anywhere on anything so why would you know why other than just giving you advice on how sure. to, how to do it that's only you know i mean in your advice is valuable it's just a how how are you why would you sit there and talk to someone who hasn't invested any of the time right. into themselves yeah and and it's just you know, I want to develop people, but uh, you know, it's more of a personal thing where I can say, "Well, you got to do this, this, and this." But then you, then you got to go out and do this. this you got to go out and do it, right? Yeah. And, and showing up once a month here at Comedy Off Broadway isn't doing it. And everybody's different, right? Everybody's different, and everybody learns at a different level and all that stuff. And that, and I just there's nobody watching you because uh, you know you have to do it on your own. That's Absolutely. the answer to that. Yeah, you got to you got to make it there. I think you pretty much answered uh, the time limit question. Uh, 
you know, everybody goes, why only three minutes? Why only three minutes? And the best thing I've ever heard you say was if you can't do it in three, you're not going to be able to do it in six. Right. All right. And uh, do you want to add to that at all, or do you think that pretty much something? No, that is that it is pretty much. And then and and it's also is don't bite off. You know why? Why would you want to bite off more time just because you because you know words? Right. You know. <laughs> right. Because uh, you think you're a prolific writer, you know. And, yeah, and I mean, well, I've written ten minutes. I think I'm good. Yeah, well, you know. And I here's what I know about writing uh, is that once you start to perform it, and once you start to pre- pre- whittle it down and prepare it and make it, you know, make it really good, mm-hmm. it's not five minutes anymore. You no. know, it, it ends up being three minutes. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so it just just do three minutes. My analogy is it's a building block. You do three minutes, make it good. Go on to the next three minutes, make it good. You build a little foundation, and you put a big comedy house on top of that really firm foundation that's what you do that's great advice and i wish people would heed that shit and at three minutes i don't know at three minutes is just three minutes you know yeah. uh, the most of the time uh, i don't know what it is now but you know back when the tonight show and the comics would come on it was six minutes right mm-hmm. six minutes and uh, they didn't say, well, I got more than that. Right. <laughs> and those guys, a lot of those guys spent a decade working on those six minutes so they could do it on Johnny Carson. So sure. they could go to these clubs that I went to in North Carolina and Richmond and all these places. And then when they got there, they realized they only had six minutes. Yeah. Right. They had to fill 45 minutes. So right. I saw a lot of that happening. Oh, yeah. sure. It's happening today, too. Yeah. Like they, these guys that went out with uh, Last Comic Standing mm-hmm. or whatever, and they come out of there and then, you know, they're getting these headlining bills and they're like shit i gotta write 40 more minutes you right. know i ain't got it um yeah i mean there's there's definitely pitfalls. well there's uh, you know in, in a lot of the comics uh like ronnie dangerfield even and and um uh phyllis dillard and all that they had writers there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with with, yeah. with that once you get to a certain point sure where, you know because you still have to perform the material and you can still say yay or nay i know you know ronnie dangerfield apparently paid ten dollars Ten dollars a joke <laughs> because he just did one-liners anyway. Yeah. I mean, that sounds great, right? Yeah, but if you wrote him fifty jokes, right, and he used twenty of them, right, you know, you made two hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was a big deal back then, right? You know, um, what's the other one? Uh, that people always hit me with. Oh, uh, well, I, I have to do new material every every time I'm up. I always have no, to do new material. No, we just explained that. Yeah, you yeah. build it. You build it. You yeah. have to do it because it, it ends up being your script, it, like in a movie, right? Yeah. You know, the director and, doesn't doesn't go, hey, uh, yeah, we're gonna shoot the scene again. Just do whatever. Just do, do, do different, different words. words. Yeah. yeah. You know? go, go to page one A. We're gonna do one A. This <laughs> yeah, time. They don't do that. You got to build it because it's, <laughs> and, and everything is always in, fl- in flux and changing anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you do timely um, jokes, you got to right. change them every now Update and then. Update them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, like the, the biggest thing is that, you know you perform the same thing over and over again. Like you're you're perfecting it, so you memorize it until mm-hmm. you get to the point where you actually can perform it. And then along the way, you build on that. Yeah. Along the way, and you it, add it, things to it. And it changes organically right. over right. time right right well listen i wrote a joke about my son uh and him and i going to the movies right uh 24 years ago right and uh that movie is uh episode four came out this year <laughs> right the Toy Story joke. i got to i got to bring the joke back yeah, yeah. now why would you not write some stuff like that sure and and, and always know it yeah right right 
Yeah, and it's a, it's a great joke. Well, there's a lot of comics that, 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 that in a year's time, they'll rewrite 40 minutes. Sure. You know, and, and that's fine. But, right. But, you know, that's not the way it really works. No, I mean, it, it, we see plenty of comics come in here that have come, been coming in here for 10 years plus that are still doing a lot of the same jokes. Right. And the audiences, as much as they might be the same because they have a following, they're always different. Always anyway. different. You still have people coming in today going, you know, hey, hey, that was great. I'd never heard that joke before. Right. And I said, well, I just, I've been doing it for 20 years right <laughs> you know i mean but you still got people that say that to you yeah, i mean yeah. so that, and that's the that's the point you for everybody that says to me oh man he's just tired old man that don't can't you know write any new bits i have three people that go wow that was great i've right. heard that before yeah and it's it's fun seeing that kind of thing too i like watching that um and the other thing about you know doing doing three minutes versus you know getting in there doing five um when you start working for clubs and you go in and like they said that when you're hired they say we want you to do 15 minutes or 20 minutes you get in there like hey things change do 10 did my pay change my pay didn't change cool yeah well yeah <laughs> do 10 and, for and the things same happen amount. i mean it'll happen tonight with me because uh, the headliner goes a little long sometime sure. so i'm gonna they're gonna come to me and they're gonna say okay we're gonna shave off a couple of minutes yeah well so what your, your yeah. pay your pay stays the same right and yeah. it, well, that, well that's not even the point really what? it's just i can whatever you tell me to do i can do it yeah, yeah. you know and unless you unless you go well we need to do two hours right and we're gonna do a lot of crowd work right we're gonna do a lot of crowd work that's that's yeah. how we fill the building that's right we might have to actually have an intermission right <laughs> anybody need to go to the bathroom right but uh, at one point you know i was pretty good i had like a good solid hour you know yeah i, I, can, I, can, I can make that happen without without any uh, sweat running down the crack of my ass or anything you ever feel like you want to go back and, and do that sometimes uh no, no. i uh, actually you know i thought it would be neat if everything was kind of the way it was yeah it, it would be neat uh and and uh, but now I actually as an MC I go back to what we're, I'm trying to teach you know or what we, the way I would like to teach these guys just starting out I'm back to three minute increments sure mm-hmm. right anytime I go you know anytime you go audition for anything like last comic standing you're just going to get two yeah you might yeah. you might only get ninety seconds yeah you might get ninety yeah. seconds yeah and that happens quite a bit AGT's ninety seconds right yeah. so I mean so what am I right then oh, you're absolutely right you're hundred percent right yeah. Um, one of the funniest stories... One I, of the few things I'm right about. <laughs> no, you're right about a little bit more than that. One of the funniest stories I've heard you tell was when you and Lee... And I bothered Lee about this when he was on, on the show. Um, but it's a story... And, and for some reason, Lee doesn't remember the story that well. Okay. But it's when you, Lee, Jordan, uh, and his soon-to-be wife... Well, uh, yeah, future wife. Future yeah. wife uh, went to uh, James Gregory's house. Oh, man. For, I was afraid you were going to ask me about that. Because <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought... I thought maybe I don't know how I would handle that because you know it might get back to no holds barred. Well, but you know, so uh, (laughs) he's not going to see this podcast. (laughs) He doesn't know what a podcast is. I'm going to have to tiptoe around some of this stuff. Go (laughs) tiptoe. Oh, that was just great fun. He did a great. He did this big bash Christmas party right. every year. He did it on Monday night. Yeah. So all the comics that he invited to it could, because usually comics aren't working on Monday mm-hmm. night, and they're in between, you know, in gigs, and um, could be there. And he'd have like pro wrestlers there. He had a lot of the CNN anchors would wow. come, and all the all this stuff was going on there. Uh, there was uh, like. Um, all these guys that were like uh, five foot four uh, with great slick back hair and black leather jackets and uh, mafia. No, 
Not in that sense of the word. <laughs> um, were these no? After hours? That's not where, no, we're not going to go there. Let's just say the, the smaller they were, the more it could fit in the hot tub. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, James is gay, by the way. Oh, anyway, so. see, that's where I was going. To go. uh, no, I'll do it. I anyway. <laughs> Anyway, big mansion out in north of Atlanta, yeah. and it's big time fun. Um, he had a buffet um, with uh, <laughs> roast beef and uh, you know meats and uh, <laughs> just in general meats. This well, is before Arby had the meats. And, uh, <laughs> and it was like we, Lee and I finally got to the buffet, and, and um, James came out. You know, and he says everything okay, and. Uh, Oh, we thought we had some roast beef. And he goes, oh. And he went to the oven and pulled out. He had another one. He had a whole beef. It was, you know, as big as a football. Right. And uh, he brought it out. And he was cutting it up. And he just stuck his hand on it. <laughs> and got a slice. Just raw dog and then, like, roast beef. He, he had styrofoam plates. <laughs> and he just slapped it on Lee's plate. And you could hear the plate crack. <laughs> You can hear the plate crack. <laughs> so Lee had a hold of both hands. And we're just eating. We're just, like, picking roast beef. You know, and eating. And it, yeah, it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting. And uh, Lee, uh, Tim Wilson was there. Yep, that's where we're going with this. Yep. And uh, Tim had a styrofoam plate. And he was, we were standing there with James and Tim and uh, Tim's wife at the time. And um, me and Lee and, and uh, Tim goes, well... I guess I could throw this plate in the fireplace. <laughs> you know, James went, I'd rather you didn't. Because <laughs> it was a gas fireplate. <laughs> so, and of course, Lee and Lee and I are just, we're, you know, we're spitting blood. We just had so much fun. We, right. just, we went through the full, whole house. Right. You know, he had a, he had a, this giant shower in the corner and we went around with a, he has all these big giant statues of men wrestling over his bed <laughs> and uh, then Adam uh, and Steve right right up well and then right outside of the bedroom he had a hot tub that is a Goodness. really nice in ground yeah. you know permanent thing right and he had the, has the statues of Adam and Steve there and um and uh, I threatened. I told Lee, I go, I'm going to take off all my clothes and run and jump in that thing. Because it was huge. Yeah. And he goes, and Lee goes, no, no, no. <laughs> and, uh, and a lot of my a lot old comic buddies were there that I hadn't seen in a while. So I got a chance to hang around back. Yeah. And we all just hung back in the washroom where, <laughs> you know, where, where, you where the washer and dryer were. And we were just all sitting on the washer and dryer talking and stuff. And that was a lot of fun. But there was some celebrities there. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of shenanigans going on. And Jordan, uh, who was just, I don't even know if he was a manager at the time. Yeah, I think he was just a, a bartender yeah, at that point. And uh, he had his future wife with him. And, and uh, James was uh, fancy on, on Jordan. So oh, yeah. Jordan just sat on the couch the whole night with <laughs> with his arm around his future wife. And I'm pretty sure all the blood rushed all the way out of his fingers and stuff. I'm pretty sure he couldn't even feel it. But uh, oh, anyway, they ended up getting married and, and they're still together. And Absolutely. They have several kids. And then. And uh, he's the manager here now. Runs every. He's the owner here yeah, now. He's the owner. Yeah. yeah. And so everything works out. But we had a big time. We never got to go back. And I hear it got it got worse as we went along. Oh yeah. 
we never got to go back. But that's uh, yeah. I'm glad we got to do it that one year. I but, can't believe you weren't invited back. No, we no we were invited back. <laughs> we just weren't able to do it. <laughs> we found all Scott's clothes in the bathroom. We don't right. know what that's about. Yeah. I just uh, I, there was other there was a lot of other shenanigans that went on, but uh, we were just we were just uh, observers at sure. that point. Yeah. Just it, I just like the fact that you can take the country boy out of the country, but you you can't you know yeah. take the country out of him because he just like using his bare hands on everything. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I mean, uh, if you just if you watch movies where you just get that look with two people just see something and just look at each other <laughs> and they look back, you know, we did a lot of that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, anything else you want to talk about? Any final thoughts about this? No, I no no. Uh, hope you had, whatever. Hope you had fun, man. Uh, Gosh, really appreciate you being on the show. I got more stories. I'm sure you do. <laughs> but uh, um, we we definitely we want to get you to come back. You come back to do another show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I would love to actually get you and Leon at the same time. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the things. Well, I mean, I got we got Lee's got us. Well, we better not bring that up. Lee's got us, <laughs> well, Lee, Lee before he was married. Yeah, I mean, Lee. Well, we. I don't think he'll care. The things he talked about when he was on. He. I mean, he was very candid yeah. about everything that was going on. And uh, yeah, he's he's a great guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lee's a good. Oh yeah. He's guy. a great guy. And uh, you know, I helped him get started. Mm-hmm. And he uh, told us the John Stewart, Stewart story. Yeah. He was on, yeah, and I and uh, and and since then he's you know he's helped me keep going. So yeah, he's, know, so things are going to happen. Yeah. Good friendship there. That's yeah. Definitely, yeah, and Garrett refers to him as Uncle Lee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Lee was good. Lee. Well, he's known Garrett most of his life. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. We. Yeah. It was all we. Yeah. We's, we's coming over. <laughs> I can't wait to say that to him. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, this has been great, man. I really appreciate it. And Brandy, you got anything else? I'm good. I think that was good. All right. Well, for Scott Wilson and Brandy Nicole, I'm Josh Harmon. You guys have a good day. Thank you.